Yo, what's good? Episode number 20, Counter Currents. I'm host Petey Steele. And I'm your other host, Elena Torres. And today we have the hilarious, <laughs> unmistakable voice of comedian Haywood Turnip C Jr. <laughs> Hey, wacka, wacka, wacka. Hey, hey it's wacka, the laugh. Wacka, wacka. <laughs> what's good, Mr. Laugh? Hey, what's How happening, doing? Mr. Steele? Yeah, oh, hey, we're doing great. Mr. Torres. Hey. Oh, do you go by Blondita? That's just, <laughs> well, Elena Blondita, that's my Instagram. You, you're the only person that always It's just hilarious. Me. It's like Elena Blondita. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's catchy. Well, that's yeah. what I thought of when I yeah. thought of it. I yeah. thought it was catchy, but apparently you're the only one who thinks the same thing as me. You always are like Elena Blondita. That's my Instagram name, yeah. everybody. That works. That should be like your name. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Why not? Yeah. They'd be like, hey, he's Spanish. I'm Mexican. Yeah. Mexican. I'm Mexican. Mexican. You Mexican. Yeah, there you go. Oh. Oh. Sick burn. Yeah. So what the hell is good, man? It's been a uh, wild last week in uh, (laughs) D.C. comedy, to say the least. Um, Yeah. Oh, well, you know. What I miss? <laughs> nah, I don't know what I miss. Nah, nah, nah. We don't want to go. <laughs> no, we're going to talk about it off the air. But okay. we're, yeah. You know, we're getting into it too deep, but let's just say the, the net is buzzing. Damn. And uh, I didn't do it. Yeah, no, nah, I mean, no, neither. no, nobody here did. Nobody okay, okay. did it. <laughs> no, that, 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 <laughs> that, that, that's the good news. This isn't an intervention, <laughs> Mr. Ah, okay, like, yeah, what I no, do? no, 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 no. I've been just trying to be funny, man. Oh yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the important part. But um, yeah, man. Otherwise, everything is everything around here, and uh, a lot of shit is popping that seems very good, including your show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tag of the Comics. We uh, have a Friday night show at the, uh, here at the Draft House Theater, which we're recording in right now inside of the green room. Uh, we do Friday nights, late show here. You've been on it, hosted it. You've been on mm-hmm. it before. We yeah. got to have you guys back. Uh, I've been, it's been good. It's been good. Last week we had a show. Uh, it was this, it got, this is how hot it was. Mm-hmm. Like the alarm went off. Now, I don't think we made the alarm go off. Somebody in the building made the alarm go off. But oh, wow. the fire department had to come out. I was like, that's how hot our show is. The fire <laughs> department has to come out. Uh, Charity Sade was on stage, like, and she was killing it. Oh. So it's really cool. Um, and, I, I, and you guys, you know, like, I didn't get in it to start doing a show, but I just happened to do a show. Right. I was like, hey, would you like to host a show? Word. And I was, and then I got fired from hosting the show. And then it was like, hey, I would you like to host another too. show? <laughs> I was like, yeah, I, I should do that. And it started making sense to host a show, especially when you want to get time. Yeah. And, uh, you know, help the scene get to where it was. Like, that at that time, it was like U Street. Yep. It just started popping again for comedy. So there was uh, uh, the Touchdown. Touchdown. And what's that joint? The handsome Cock right That's, underneath. Yeah, handsome. Or, or that became Handsome Cock and the Cod Mother was Cod Mother. That's what I'm thinking yeah, of. Yeah, Cod yeah. Mother. That's what it is. That was, uh, we used to do like Laugh Your Grits Off and stuff. LIGO. LIGO. So it was like a few shows on that block and, uh, Attack of the Comics. We started Tuesdays upstairs at Sally's, and we're still there. And in the draft house, uh, last year, last around Christmas time, I was like, "Hey, would you like?" To, well, we s- we're doing the we were doing the Night of Funds, the fundraiser show. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. Or, I mean, they were good shows, good turnouts. The, the, the ones that we had, we had one for Jason Weems and the one for uh, 
uh, Fort Stanton, the football team that I was Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we had another one. And Promoting that childhood trauma. Oh, <laughs> my God. CTE. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, what, that's the brain thing. Yeah, I was like, what's the brain thing called? Early CTE. We were trying to make, I was hopefully, I was catching them when they're sick so that they never get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, hey, if you play, you learn how to do proper technique, which is actually what you're supposed to do. If you learn proper technique, you never had those problems. Yeah, like, is that like true, pulling though? pulling because flags you, 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 off of belts. Like that's all that's the, the NFL one. guys. <laughs> you will get concussed at some point. Yeah, that's, that's not, what I'm saying. Yeah, that's like, inevitable. It's a, like it's it's, not foot, a if it's football. Like yeah. there's nothing that you can really do. Like basically all well, the guys can. in the NFL have it. You, you can like if you teach people if people were taught how to tackle, which is heads up tackling, meaning you put your head on the side that you want the player to go. So if you want to drive, it's, it's really physics and that kind of stuff. You want to drive mm-hmm. somebody in this direction, you want to drive somebody in this direction. But with the video games and the movies and stuff like that, it became about power hitting. Those, yeah. That's what people remember, the power hits, the violence right. and stuff like that. If you look at it as a game like uh, lacrosse really isn't much different. They have a greater uh, concussions because they have less padding. Right. Something like rugby. They get concussed all the time. Soccer even. Mm-hmm. A lot of injuries yeah. in soccer. So there's a lot of sports where these things are – uh, baseball, you can slide uh, from going from first to second, slide into someone's knee, hit, you get concussed. It because football is a sport that has violence attached to it. Now I took that term violence and turned it into energy and was saying to our guys, okay, we just want to use this. We want to have explosive energy. So this is like new age football. To, yeah, to a love degree, it. Yeah. yeah, to a degree, because you know you don't. The idea is not to inca- incapacitate the, the other right. person. It's no, just to stop No, them. no, right. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. It came to, I remember when I was growing up, run through them, hit them, kill them, bang yeah, them. Yeah. Like, that never did sound right. But it, it is it is that thing to stand your ground and, uh, uh, you know, hold this, just hold this line. If you mm-hmm. want to hold this line, if you're on offense as far as the line or if you're on defense, get through that get through that barrier. So I said it to, to, I said it to say there is an art to it, just like there's an art to any science. Um, and if you teach that art correctly, then the artists that are performing will practice the way they should. Unfortunately, the way it is, and as we know, with the yeah. NFL and all those things, you know, Madness King, uh, right. uh, th- those different video games, Tecmo Bowl, all of those things about they're about the fast passing. Like the game now has become less of the game that we grew up with, right. more of the game that we were playing on the video games. Yep. Right. And that. With the highlights, basically we're talking about ESPN and the clips. If you can make the top mm-hmm. ten, then that's right. what you want to do. Tech Mobile comes out yeah, to like Delirious yeah. by Prince. <laughs> yeah. There was no grind it out, get it out. And that's the kind I learned, like like what we do. You know, the next joke, the next joke gets you to where you want to be. If you told one good one tonight, that's great. But I tell, tell you, man, tomorrow. I wish more of these fucking comics had played sports growing <laughs> up. Sometimes <laughs> I sit there, watch them bomb, and then they're yeah. begging to get up. I'm like, well, would you do that at the Rucker if you no. fucking failed? You'd be clown like shit. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Come back in 10 years. They just need to audition more. That's what I feel like. I feel like a lot of like the local scene thing, like people think like you do badly and it's okay to keep asking for time. Yeah. But what do you, think you should just like better? you should just audition. What? Like if there was more of like an audition for time thing, like if you're doing a show and it's like told to people like this is an audition show. Correct. Uh-huh. You fuck up on this show, uh-huh. which is essentially what a lot of shows are. But like <laughs> if you fuck up on this show. Every show is an audition. Right. Technically, that's true. Actually, in <laughs> D.C., that's th- I'll, I'll get to that point next. But basically, like, if you think a show is an audition and it didn't go well, like, you know you're not getting mm-hmm. the part. So that's why it. are you going to ask for it? Mm-hmm. That's right. But, yes, I think that's true. In D.C., most shows have become an audition. It's like, with great power becomes great respons- comes great responsibility. Yep. Because I think P- 
people come to all our shows, mm-hmm. even like Comedy Shuffle, which we were both on mm-hmm. the other day. Yeah. They would, like, that's yeah, a, that was that was insane. That crowd. Yeah. Like, it, <laughs> for those of you that don't know, Capital Laughs yeah. has a show on Mondays called Comedy Shuffle, where basically, like, you have three to five minutes, someone interrupts you, and it's, like, for really new jokes. Uh-huh. It's a very experimental comedy yeah. show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it developed a big crowd. And I feel like in D.C., like, all our shows have marketed even the least bit correctly. Like, we can get a lot of people out, which yeah. is cool, yeah. but then every show kind of becomes an audition show. Yeah. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. if you aren't, if you don't really perform and mm-hmm. you get the whole room laughing, like, people are going to notice. They're going to talk about it, right? That's so right. Like, what are the rooms mm-hmm. where you can go and practice mm. your shit? You know, that's, I guess, where it's, I, that's it's, my it's question. It's called yeah. your room, the fucking mirror. <laughs> <laughs> People need to do that more. Ten well, we minutes still do solids. I still do solids, which I, oh, which yeah, I had that vibe. Yeah. I, that was the vibe that we wanted for solids. At the time, it wasn't. It was like, we wanted a place that people would want to come. Oh, okay, we're off on Tuesdays, generally. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, our gig, we, our Monday is Thursday night, and then, mm-hmm. you know, Tuesday is Friday, and so on and so forth. So we're like, if somebody could come on two, you know, the night's off, and, wanna, and then that's what started happening, you know, folks. We'll right, started coming right. and working out, and then of course, of course, uh, it's like what you said about the Rucker. Something like the Rucker, when you start finding Kobe's and LeBron's mm-hmm. and, and Jordan's there, you, people gravitate to that. That's like, right. Well, we can see the really good folks get really good. And yeah. how, how you know the people who want to get behind it. That's what New York yeah. is all about. Because all and, these you know, honestly, that's what New fans York really that is. come to these shows, a secret part of them wants to be able to sit around their house one day if they're not doing this shit and be like, yo, you see that guy on Netflix? I remember watching him 10 years yeah. ago with fucking Sollies. Nobody sure. knew, Nobody but me knew he was going to be shit. Yeah. You know? For sure. Yeah. I do that. Yeah. Tonight I'm going to go see Childish Gambino in concert. The first time I saw him was doing an improv show in L.A. Oh, like shit. Like 12 years ago when I was in college and he was like really funny, but he was just at this little improv theater and now he's at Capital One Arena. I'll be damned. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw some Facebook pictures of Artie there. Adele's (laughs) there tonight. Oh, really? Yeah. And a couple other people. I'll be there later. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's cool. It's been a real busy week over there at Capital One. They had Kevin Hart, Michelle Obama, and now yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Childish Gambino. Yeah. One day that'll be us, guys. Hey. Every show is an audition. Yeah, right. yeah, exactly. Maybe it's it's the re- hat that wears the fit. No, head that <laughs> wears the fitting. See, how do you, what do you guys feel like? What if you headlined an arena like that? Like, imagine, like, how do you play that? See, hey, what I feel like your voice alone, you're fine. <laughs> but, like, how would you guys imagine yeah. doing a room like that? I think that energy is buzzing. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I think that's where. You, well, not I think. I know that's when your act has to be on point. There yeah. is no, yeah. no. There, I don't believe that at, uh, when you're th- at that stage, there's no room for. So what are you thinking? Because yeah, everybody yeah. can't see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, everybody can't get in those intimate. Yeah, moments. everyone's like, "What are you thinking?" It's like a dot. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. The only time I've even <laughs> seen any of that, aside from watching like the Kings of Comedy, um, you know, and I still to this day think Boogie might have just been a plant. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you never know. You Com- know computer you never school. Know. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but was Kidding, Bill? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 but so <laughs> he said he can't spell computer or school. school. Yeah. <laughs> that was Steve Harvey. That once <laughs> once upon a time. Yeah. But um, what you would call it? Um, watching Bill Burr at Constitution oh, Hall yes, live. Yeah. I remember the only thing that he did for crowd was just one guy had his big ass droid out and was texting, and Bill was just like. Uh, come on, guy. I I, took t- I fucking worked 20 years for this. Are you really fucking going to seriously do this now? Yeah. Like, what the fuck are you doing? You know, I can see the fucking phone guy, you know, all that. So He's a crowd guy, though, mm-hmm. too. He jumps in it. Uh, I like, 
But in a thing that big, I mean, that's the only thing yeah. someone putting yeah. a light that's visible. Yeah, you got. I think that's the, those are the moments where it's like, because I, you know, like well, I saw Chappelle over this summer, like do his mm-hmm. thing, and uh, uh, at Warner. Rock. Yeah, 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 yeah. Me and so, Andy went so, to so that. Yeah, different. yeah, I went to that. I saw you there. Oh yes, yeah, you yeah, did. Yeah. That's right. That's so right. Many different things where you like, okay, that's the <laughs> rock star. Right. Of comedy, those right. are the rock stars, and 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 I do. Don't get me wrong. I will, I do want to get to that point. I talking to somebody the other day. I was like, what do you want? I was like, really to be the best comic I can be. Which right. Means, and if the, if that means you're drawing people to fill that type of space, yeah. then so be it. That's right. Totally. You know? And I think comedy already in and of itself is an intimate art form enough where you earn that, where you get to that level. And when you put enough of your jokes together, mm-hmm. then it becomes a song. It becomes a, a special yeah. that yeah. people want to check out. And people want to check them out in those type of places. Yeah. That's just that rock star stuff. I, my thing is, I, I guess, seeing shows like that it's how do you, and I'm and I'm as I'm as we're talking about, it, I'm thinking about it now. How do you maximize every moment? Right. You know, maximize every second so that everyone got the most out of that show. Even the person who could only see you on the jumbotron. Right. Somebody gonna miss the little nuances, so they're not maybe jokes where you can you can ch- change your face up or things where they're act outs. Ev- or if they are, they're so developed mm-hmm. yeah. that it's just like the person. Ca- it becomes theater of the mind. Right. It's total. It's. I mean, it becomes much more like theater than yeah, it does like. Yeah, that's more one person comedy. shows, right? That's right. what those right. are really. And right, that's right. People are laughing at. Right. It's just that stand up has that tick with it where it goes. So that's I mean, that's where the era I think that we come from because yeah. I, mean, I grew up watching Steve Martin and he was already the ones that kind of he broke into that mm-hmm. doing that was the first ones to do like you know right. bold red rocks and big places like that and then behind that you get uh, uh, what uh, Robin Williams and mm-hmm. Eddie Murphy. Yeah, I was watching that documentary about Robin Williams a couple days ago, oh. and like you see him doing a set at the Met mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in New York. Like that's such a huge room. Right. Mm-hmm. But, when you but see he's amazing. That, you see that thea- that size of that stage. Yeah. yeah. I guess my question has always been when you when you when you're there doing something like that, that's a lot of stage it to is a lot fill, of stage. and mm-hmm. it's not that you have to. Yeah. Like he, and he was moving. You saw him and like, oh yeah. You saw him with, like, he was completely drenched. Oh, the whole time, and but he <laughs> and he becomes like. Yeah. I don't know how many different people, yeah. but you can tell with him too. Like he's a classically trained actor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And yeah. that shows. I mean, yeah. when you're doing a, when you're doing, yeah. like you said, that's a lot of stage. That's, that's a f- when you and then because like, when you're doing, you go see an opera where they have set and they have oh design. Yeah. Oh, we just went to Kennedy recently. You see something like Hamilton. You're like, well, that's a lot of shit going on. Yeah. That fills a lot of your mind space. So, and it's just moving pieces, and they do that with set design so that, you know, so that the mind has something to observe. As a as a audience member, you know, so right. that you don't check out, basically, right. and start checking your phone or what have you. Right. That's the part. Was like, damn, that person is that engaging for that amount of time, hour or two, that they got everybody on the same page for just yeah. a moment. Yeah. And that is amazing. That is you know, beautiful. I've done glimpses. I've done. Yeah. What the Lincoln Theater and uh, a couple other theaters here, and it's like those are huge. And mm-hmm. we look out, it's like. When they opened for Hannibal. Yeah. And we were up in Baltimore. So it was up in Baltimore at the Meyerhoff. Uh, it's the Meyerhoff, that, that, whatever that orchestra Yeah, the Meyerhoff yeah. Symphony Orchestra. There you go. Yep. That yeah. shit. I would have never fucking been to Meyerhoff if it wasn't yeah. opening for that guy. Right. But then you looked at him like, damn, and these acoustics. Fuck <laughs> yeah. You start thinking about that kind yeah. of stuff. And it's like, you start thinking in those musical um, arrangements. And it's like, well, damn, you actually have to have arcs and storylines. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
you know, oh, you better that people need to follow. They got to get invested in you. Yeah, right. They want you to win. I mean, at the level where it's like a crowd that big and mm-hmm. they're there, they're not there to heckle generally. You know, yeah, um, that's an angry person. Yeah, that's just one psycho. But like, it, the state theater might be the biggest thing yeah, I've done when it's is, packed. Yeah, it's I've done that show when it's packed. And it's amazing. It's great. Right. It's, it's amazing. Well, oh. like Arlington. We need that in Arlington at the draft house. Dude, yeah. Arlington is so hard. Yeah. You know? I've been telling people I think that's the hardest stage in this entire Well, because it's like so echoey yeah. and you're so far from people. Yeah. The acoustics yeah. are not yeah. ideal. Because even when you're talking right. to them, yeah. Like when, when it, that's when you start thinking about the acoustics and, and the sound and how it travels. It's like, well, wait a minute. I, I can't hear them. It's not yeah. that I'm not, they're not answering. I just can't hear what right, they have to say. Right. So that was like fucked I, up on my part yeah. to ask a question. Like, if, like, right. if, like say some people are laughing kind of, mm-hmm. but then others are laughing even harder. You're going to think, oh, shit, I got to move my body yeah. to address the yeah. other people. Yeah. And so you'll go toward them, and then you still don't get their response, and you get the other people, and you're like, well, wait a minute, that's maybe my base. You start fucking with your head, you know, yeah. when you're yeah. up there. That's yeah. a very weird yeah. dynamic there, but whatever. It it makes you better. All of it does. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think, it's, I think it's great. And, and go for somebody from, like, Chatter's Game Beat, I'm like, damn, man. Like, as you were saying, I'm like, I'm watching this guy. We watched him grow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you watch him grow from, and I'm like, does he have enough to fill an arena? Well, apparently, cat, the people who book in the arenas think so. Yeah. So it doesn't yeah. matter if the sh- at this point if the show is not great, it's going to be good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you're invested in it. Yeah. yeah. Right? And so. I think what you said is true. Like, people want you to win. Like, I don't know. I've only done, I mean, I've done state theater, right? That's like the closest thing to that kind of mm-hmm. work that I've done. But, like, when people are coming to see you like that, do you think it's easier because they're so, it's like when you do the improv. Yeah. Like, people at the improv are so excited to see you. Right. It's so much easier to get them on your side as a comedian. Yeah. So if you do a joke that's not as funny, they oh, yeah. for, they forgive you for it much more than if you're at an open mic and they're like, "Bitch, impress." <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think you that's know? yeah. I think that's yeah. true initially, but I think that when you've paid, say somebody's just they don't hit maybe two or three in a row. It's like watching ice skating. Like, all right, you slip on a triple axle. Of course, you're not going to get a fucking 10. Right. But nobody's <laughs> going to, like, say, oh, yeah, you're a fucking asshole. Right. But, oh, you missed that second one, and people want that excuse to groan. Because people love sanctimony, but they have to, they have to feel like they've earned it right. for their price of admission. So yeah. if you bomb a few fucking things in a row, then they start saying, oh, fuck this guy. I like the boo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think that's, the, that's the challenge, though. I know. I do getting them to know you, and they're like, because I've been yeah. to shows, they're like, I don't know this, you know, you don't know this person, right? So I've right. seen my friends open up, and I, right. I felt been in the crowd watching, going, they don't know this person, they don't know that this person is funny, so they right. they already even jokes that you know hit, you've seen hit, you like, they're warming up, people are warming up, and people right. are not quick to give their, uh, what's the word? Their essence, whatever it is, right? You know, their mind over their mind. You know, it's, it's, it's you know, people don't. I don't want to just turn. They don't want to turn it over to anybody, right? No, you know? no. So they're like, okay, I want to make sure this is good. And that's what they're really checking and nitpicking. And then it's yeah. like when you get the credits, which is what all that means, right? Credit. Yeah. It's the benefit of the doubt, and they go. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. That person. Well, we'll, we'll let them win. We'll yeah. let them win. Well, I heard from some people that. Like, you remember, I think it was like two summers ago, Dave Chappelle, actually Childish Gambino was on one of them, had all those shows at yeah. Rockefeller Center yeah. in New York. Mm-hmm. I heard from some people that went yeah. that he wasn't that great, but uh, he was like working out material for his special at Radio City, mm-hmm. at Radio City Music That's Hall. what I understand. Like, you got to have 
bomb. <laughs> like, <laughs> and like people that went, and I, I, I mean, it's Dave Chappelle. I mean, yeah. talk about somebody who's getting the benefit of the doubt. And uh, pe- people went, but I wonder, because the only people I heard from about this were like people that were like somehow related to comedy or entertainment. Yeah. But I'd be interested for like the lay person. Yeah. Was this the one where went? he got kind of like panned because he was like Donald Trump? That's the white Malcolm X stuff. <laughs> I think so. He said, and he, then, and like he didn't really like substantiate that bit, but it was like, yeah, he was just fooling well, around. Yeah, he was throwing just, he stuff those are his mics because he can't come to the improv <laughs> right. or he can't come to right. different places. Right. Well, I guess he well, can. can. It's a matter he can. of because I, I did. I, I like both of his specials. I like the intimacy of the one he did at the. I guess it was the Laugh Factory. Yeah. And then I like the the one he did at Constitution Hall. Or the Warner Theater. Was it the Warner Theater? Yeah, the Warner uh, the Theater. That, Warner. Was a, that was the latest one. Yeah, yeah. I like that one because there's a different energy. That energy yeah. is like filling the room. The other energy is like guiding the room. Right, and you I know? also yeah. think that like... It's like having like a NASCAR driver drive a, 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 right. a, a family sedan. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, he's like, they're still driving it the same way. Right. But it's like I'm gonna be a lot more careful because this family here, they're not, they're not used to the turn sure. right. <laughs> and stuff that I take. Mm-hmm. Right. So, mm-hmm. uh, uh, so it's like... When people go see an artist in residency, it's like that's what you're going to see them work their stuff out till they get get it right. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, in comedy, we don't have that those buffers. You know, actors or playwright plays they, they get scripts to read. Yeah. yeah they, they well they have rehearsal time. Yeah, they get yeah. rehearsal time. We don't get rehearsal time. No, rehearsal mm-hmm. time is show time. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's just like even and then the, here's the, here's the thing that that I'm seeing now that I'm like I wonder if. Grant's always green on the other side, right? Yeah. We want to get to a place where we're well-received and people dig us. But do you want to get to a point where they're laughing at everything? Because you know some shit ain't funny. Right. Yeah. And they're laughing at the premise. Yeah. And you're like, wait, there's a lot more there. Right. Okay, that's a good thought, but I'm not even fucking finished with it yet. Yeah. So see where it's coming yet. And then when they get there, when you get there, like, that's not where I wanted you to go. But you didn't let me fucking... Yeah. Right. But back when I was trying to get that, I needed you. I needed that. Right. Right. So it's, a, it's this weird. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you that mean, that double-edged sword. Yeah. I yeah. mean, the thing is, though, you kind of have to, you know, love it. You got to love it because they like your persona enough. They want you to win to the point where they're going to go hard and laugh at something that isn't even that yeah. good. Yeah. You know, I, it yeah. doesn't help you build an act. Yeah. But, like, I'll never forget. I was at Cellar Door one night. Mike Racine was headlining. Oh, and yeah. this was so fucking funny. He was killing, which is not unusual. And then he tells this one joke. I don't remember what it is because it wasn't a good joke. And the crowd just still goes like, ah, you know, whatever. And Mike just looks at him. He's like, guys, all these don't have to land. <laughs> <laughs> He knew. Yeah, yeah. you know that's perfect. That's it, man. And that's I guess that's who we are. We get to that point where we're like, you know what? We're just realists. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't even consider yourself depreciating. Just like sometimes you're being very real with yourself and go, you know what? That's not where I know it can be or want it to be or take a cap. And the the odd thing is that we set our own bar. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like if we set the if we Steve Martin did and set the bar very low, then everything (laughs) we did. And I don't mean in a bad way. I mean he set the bar at silly. Yeah. Right. You know, yeah. so it's just like, I'm going to come out and have fun. Every right. moment of this is going to be fun. Well thought out when you look at what he did to put it all into his act. But it's just fun for the audience. There's no filler. There's right. no how you doing. No. There's no what's happening, guys. It just comes straight out. We're wild and crazy. I got an arrow through my head. And let's right. just, yeah, yeah. all of this crazy shit. And you go like, well, wait a minute. That's the bar. And then when you see him, <laughs> and people are like, well, it wasn't that funny. It wasn't supposed to be. No, it's Steve. Mo- like I watched, I I watched him. Uh, he's a songwriter as well, 
and he plays ukulele. And I saw him with something playing ukulele, and it nothing funny about it. Yeah. It was just entertaining. Right. And then someone was like, that wasn't funny. I was like. Maybe he wasn't trying to be. <laughs> yeah. Did you expect yeah. it funny? Yeah. Right. Like, I was right. like, that's that's a weird place to be in, where it's like the dude is just doing something, and you're entertained. You're having a good time. Mm-hmm. But you, you, you feel a little certain type of way because it's not funny. Huh. Right. It's funny to me is you don't actually know what funny is, because if you did, you wouldn't think about it. Yeah, you would just be enjoying yourself. That's right. That's right. what's funny to me. Yeah, the fact that you can't let go. You're waiting for it to be funny. Yeah, just enjoy yourself. Yeah, because at least at the very least, it'll be a good time. Yeah, yeah don't put so much pressure on it. Basically. Make up your mind. Well, that's what we do, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah that's our job as performers. Let us let yeah. us put and the pressure that's on. Why, <laughs> that's why I enjoy a good bomb, and I say, dude, not me doing it, but somebody oh, else. Somebody, yeah. Straight up, if you work this hard at doing this thing, and then you say you never laugh out loud when you see <laughs> someone bomb like shit, you a goddamn lie. Like that tape of Mason Pryor made me fucking just. Die, lose my shit. <laughs> I, I, that was, I mean, it was kind of, and I don't want to say it was sad. I'm happy he's still doing it. Um, oh, it was, it was sad. You know, yeah. but like to see <laughs> Richard <laughs> Seventh come out there on Apollo and all them going like, he looked just like his daddy and all this or whatever. And he kicks I one or two weak jones and then they go, yeah. Woo! I mean, I don't know. I feel like I hear a lot about kids. <laughs> Kids of famous stand-ups <laughs> going out and trying to do stand-up. Right. I feel like that's a new thing, especially in L.A. I hear about that. Yeah. It's like, why would you even want to? Why would you, why try would you to do fill that? Those this shoes. is hard enough as is, but why are you going to live? It's not like acting. Where yeah. It's like you can play a different role. Yeah. <laughs> this is something else. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, the whole reason you your daddy might have got laid was because he was that funny, but it doesn't <laughs> necessarily mean the woman that did it was like, Tantamount, right, you know right, what I mean? Right. So you got to yeah. consider what what both apples, you know what I mean? Yeah. Right. And you know, thanks to all that money, you grew up in a healthy household. Like <laughs> Yeah, maybe that's well, maybe. Healthy, being man, funny, right. being Generally, funny. That's being funny requires some trauma. I agree. Yeah, yeah. So. A little bit. A little, a little bit. bit. I don't think you have to keep going on being a No, sack, no, no, know. but I feel like there there's some trauma. Yeah. Yeah, it's something it's, it's something that that turns you where you go every comedian that, that I did when you look into their backstory something happened in their life where they just was like it's all it has to all be funny right mm-hmm. or you right. can't deal otherwise right yeah like when totally. you look at somebody like Kelsey Grammer right mm-hmm. and we, we know this person from being crazy and, and he's a an actor if yeah. you ask me like I, you know you see him you're like damn he should be doing more serious things but the fact that he's really funny to me mm-hmm. right fucking hilarious but then like he had and I don't want to get into his life but it's public I guess it's public if you know who this person is. There was a tragedy in his life. I think his sister got murdered or something like that oh my as God. a kid. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah it's one of those things. It was just like, oh, okay. I get that. So many of us have had tragedies where you go, there's no coming back from that. The only other thing to do is to laugh. Yeah. Yeah. That's the first laugh that when you laugh in the face of danger or laugh in the f- This universe will throw shit at you. Fuck yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And laughter is your def- could be our defense against it. And then we start making fun of situations. That's yeah. when you're, you know, I, I I don't know about you guys, but like myself, I never, I liked stand up and liked comedy or whatever. I was the funny dude around the way. And right. I was funny because I was bored doing certain things. So it's like, well, right. let's crack some jokes and da 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 And you find out you got a sense of humor. And you find out that's how you connect and make friends. Right. And I found out that's how, oh, uh, uh, people like that. Ladies like people, uh, as a guy who likes ladies, ladies like guys who make them laugh. That's adding to uh, uh, charm or what have you. Right. So you start right. using these different skills. Because I didn't, you don't know how to get into stand-up until you're in it. 
Right, right, and right. All of a sudden, but, it's just a thing you're in. Right, but it comes from being funny in life. Yeah, and then yeah, you're like, oh, maybe yeah. I should do this yeah, more often. Yeah, there's no trying. You right. just know you're funny, and then you come doing it, you find out, well, I'm not that funny. Right. You start yeah. seeing really funny people. Right, right. Who have, you know, honed, honed right. they're funny. Mm-hmm. Right. So I said that to say, it's just like that. It's that sixth sense that we are allowed to develop, and if you and not everyone has it in the same way. Right. And right. I, and I, to your point of people, you know, doing stand up, it's like. I don't even know why you would want to, unless you have. Okay, there's a bit of sadomasochism too, because once you get to a level, why would you want to go out and put that on the line again? Right, 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 right. right, right, right. I mean, you don't see series of robots still making stores. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> you know, eventually, you start stores. Right, right, and right. And you have a flagship store, and then you do what you do well. But we every night, you know, what, let's open up shop, let's right. try a new place. What? And then if it's not working, I'll try a new town. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just keep going yeah, and going go, and going. Some energizing buddies in this thing. Right. And then it's like, and then we all know people who are like, there's no way that person should still be doing it, but a broker clock yeah. is right twice a day. No, we right. talked about it last episode. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. out, out of respect for the fallen, I won't say his name again, but <laughs> it, yeah, we know what we're talking yeah, about. You see yeah, him, you go like that is, uh, okay, that person shouldn't be doing this, but then you see him in the right space and time you go i can see why this person is doing because right. there is nothing like that that drug you yeah. get yeah. from which is why this is a perfect haven for people who have all of these problems and they can only get it right for five to ten to fifteen for yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 60 so minutes true. well it's right <laughs> so as right as they you know want it or think it is in yeah. their mind yeah. you know a lot you know. of people they have more shit going on than i think what they let on in terms of positives but they yeah. just you know they're all kind of they downplay it yeah, yeah. they're real all self-deprecating with it well that's the that's the thing and that's the and i did like i did like a bit the bit of nanette where she's like um me me lessening myself to make other feel people feel comfortable i'm not gonna do that anymore mm. she's absolutely right yeah that's true it's not i don't you watch that bullshit? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm fucking Some with you. Some I don't see, know. I mean, I get, I get <laughs> what she's trying to say to make yourself feel better, but I think the exercise mentally that you need to do for that is just like it. You're talking about something that everybody identifies with to a point. Right. Well, it's not necessarily like people are like, "Yeah, you silly clown who sucks." <laughs> I'm just laughing at you. It's because yeah, like yeah. it's easier to admit your own problems through someone else. So that's I think true. we're a vehicle that's in true. that sense. That's yeah. True. So that's, that's why self-deprecating is funny because everyone's not necessarily laughing at you, but there's things that you're saying. Well, there's like, laughing at you too. and laughing with you. Right. Mm-hmm. There's right. there's those things, right. and I go, all right. So for for myself, when I look at when I look at stand up, I know stand up came from the Mitchell shows, and then it led into you know burlesque, which was vaudeville, and it became ways for other people to do things. Mm-hmm. But it gave a voice to the voiceless. The slave didn't have a voice. Right. So you have a slave doing a minstrel show saying all of a sudden, like the Sam Jackson character in Django, mm-hmm. saying everything that he can possibly say to the white man, who the ma- white master, right. but it's still in that subservient position. So right. it's funny. Right. Mm. You know what I mean? I'm just telling you exactly what I think, but I don't think, boss. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that, and this is a, a what was it? The, well, America's comic, right? Uh, Mark Twain, Sam Clemens. He wrote all this kind of stuff and was like, hey, this is, if you can. If you can see yourself and talk about seeing yourself, then that's when you like a Zen master got real good understanding. Right, yeah. totally. You know what I mean? So it's not that I'm going to – I can say – I can talk about my voice and my sound and my look before someone else does because I already know. Right. I'm aware. Right. But now that doesn't mean I'm going to belittle myself and make you feel better. But then when it became a place for uh, – 
when during the Great Depression, for lack of, you know, that's when it happened, when other people were out of work and like, well, hell, we can go do this and go do that. You start getting other communities involved and it became like everything else. So it became a white man's haven. You go, I can just go tell jokes and stand up and make people laugh. Well, yeah, sure. But those people who are in positions of power do have to be self-deprecating and say, right. hey, I'm down here with you. Yeah. So right. now you have people who are up top, especially if you watch like this, uh, it's this thing that just won the Emmys, Miss Maisel. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty good show. Yeah. I have, I have thoughts about it. people have told me. It's, a, it's a comedy-wise. Now, She's not funny, though. No. That's my issue. <laughs> That's, like, but is she supposed to be? Yes. Everything else on the show is great. See, I thought she wasn't supposed to be but when because she, everything else is funny. Yeah, like she's learning. Else, everything else is funny, but like you know, I watched the whole season. But when she's like, "You have, you now have a great ten minutes." It's like, no, no she, she doesn't. doesn't. Yeah, that's. <laughs> oh, so what is it like? A prolific? documentary thing? No, no, uh, it's a show about a female comedian in the fifties. Yeah, oh, and it's supposed yeah. to be like this empowering sort of like female comic experience. So I'm the like, writing's those bad jokes, for the end. No, like the no, writing of the, the show is good. great. Yeah. Right. Just her jokes on stage suck. are awful. So I'm like, as a female in comedy, let me tell you, if I walked up with jokes like that, what? shit would never happen to me no matter what yeah. year it was. I hear what you're saying. So like, you I got, like, saying. I don't know. That's my issue with no, that no, show. No, no, I hear exactly like, what you're saying. I hear exactly what you're saying. You ever seen Punchline? No. Yeah. Right. Sally Field. Sally Field. So uh, Sally Field was Tom terrible Hanks. at delivering. She's a great mm-hmm. actress, but terrible at delivering jokes. So the lady who plays the wife, uh, oh. Larry David's the, agent. The, yeah, I can't yeah. think of her name. Hold She's on. really a uh, New York lady, has that fuck you Larry type of thing. She actually told the jokes in Punchline to get the audience laughing. So right. it's her that you see from the back and then it's Sally Field that you see from Writing. the front. Right. And I'm like, that would be, I, see, and the, I said it to say the point that you're making starts to make sense to me now. I was like, you know what? What about if they actually had a comic in that role? Kim Grease. Right, right, right. Huh? Kim Grease. That's her name, Kim Grease? Yeah. Madeline, you yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. She's hilarious. Yeah. yeah, oh my God, she's hilarious on Larry David. But I'm like, oh, okay. So they have a stand-in, a double, right. basically, for for jokes. But Tom Hanks was already a stand-up, so he knew how to deliver jokes. Right. So when it came time to deliver jokes, he was already ready for it. Even if they didn't land, he could right. do it. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, maybe this would be a better show if you had a stand-up comic in that role. Right. Because mo- most of us have some type of acting background. And you have to, mm-hmm. you, whether you, right. not, you start before, you got to figure out how to do it while you're in it. Yeah. Because you got to be characters and whatnot. Listen. That might be a better show. With the sketches I've been doing, and I've been having mostly stand-ups do it, and a lot of the people that I've had in it and them have never acted before, I think if you could do stand-up, you can act no problem. Mm. It is a fucking cakewalk. And I've been acting my whole life, and I feel like stand-up is so much harder Fuck yeah. That once you're on camera and you'd be like, you gotta act like this, say it a little bit like this. Stand ups yeah. get it. They're like, yep. Okay. Yeah. And you almost see, I mean, everybody I've had. With their, with them. Right. That's that weird place. That. Huh. All right. So we're in that place where now we will. This is this is why I like stand up comedy. For me, it's the I, I wanted to be like a Zen master or a Jedi or Buddha. Right. You know, somebody who was awakened to myself. Mm-hmm. And stand-up helped me get there faster than anything else. I'm not going to lie. Because I was studying, psych- like you, I was studying psychology when yeah. I started. I wanted right. to be a psychologist. I was literally, I was working towards becoming a quantum psychologist. Because <laughs> I, I wanted to factor in the, 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 the quantum realm okay. with psychology. Where were you studying this? Well, I was, t- I was 
taking classes. So well, I was like Ma Rishi University. <laughs> I'm fucking with you. No, I was actually going to the <laughs> University of Phoenix, sir. Okay. <laughs> Pardon me. I was raising from the ashes. Okay. So uh, okay. I was uh, I was doing the um, so I was doing my I know I'm a telecommunications tech by trade. So I was working like computers and IT, and I was like, they were like, but well, what do you really want to do if it's not this? Mm-hmm. I was like, that's a good point. I was, I was always duck psych, so I was taking the psych one on ones and this that, and the third. So the psych guy was like, well, what? of psychology do you want to get in and I was like I really don't know so I was watching the cosmos at the time and really heavy into the universe and my place in the world right. and the quantum realm and quantum realities and quantum physics right so then I started studying quantum and started going well it led me to quantum psychology we start going asking that that, that question yeah where what is my point and my place in this position on this planet in this plane mm-hmm. right here right now and we start right. factoring in the universe and universal laws and all that jazz and then I found out there was a place for it now, the dude was like, yo, that's really heavy stuff to be thinking about. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, people think along those lines anyway, but don't realize they think along those lines. Right. Yeah. It's like we just don't factor in the other, the outer realm, the, the, right. the galaxy. The fourth wall. Right, right. The solar yeah. system, the right. galaxy, and so on and so forth. We're all spinning out of fucking control, but yeah. in perfect harmony with what's already going on. So once you bring that into here, it's like it started, my world started making sense to me. Mm-hmm. Right. And I wanted to help and assist other people with that. Plus, at the time, now it's all the rage, uh, 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 black psyche. It's all the rage. Mm-hmm. And at the time, it wasn't. Yeah, no, know, that's true. At the time, it was like, people were like, my people, my, my family members like, why you want to be a psychologist? Nobody's, no, black folks don't go to see such shrink. Yeah. you're forced. Yeah. So I was like, well, I had at 13, I had gone to see one. So it helped me. And right. I knew what it did for me. Yeah. You know right. what I mean? And, you know, anyway, so I like to say. It was like soprano, the soprano mom. What is that? <laughs> Psychiatry. That's just a racket for the Jews. <laughs> <laughs> That's what made me love that show from the get-go. It was like, which family's going to kill him? And I'm like, yeah, because it's like, well, we all crazy. But anyway, so stand-up was the place where I found out where you can actually put a lot of that stuff to good use and then get that. If like what we were saying earlier, I could talk to someone and they understand that they're not alone. Right. And then also understand that I'm not alone. Right. And you make those connections and you go, then that warm blanket of laughter covers you. This is like shit. That's like taking the run that's like bag bathing in warm ass water. It's like right. that's right, I'm not I'm not nuts. Y'all nuts. We yeah. nuts. Let's right. just be nuts right now in here for the next sixty minutes and then let everybody outside think that they're sane and then you go outside and go, Oh shit. That's right. We've been in our own sanity. We've been insane for the last 60 minutes. Everyone right. out here has been trying to make this place better. Right. <laughs> right. Right. And speaking of warm blankets of laughter, mm-hmm. at the Draft House this week, we got a lot of interesting warm blankets of laughter. I like that For segue. you to come and you see that. <laughs> I like All that. Right. I like so that. <laughs> on Thursday, September 27th, you can see Speechless, the ultimate improvisational gauntlet. That's at 7 o'clock here oh at the shit. Draft House. Also on Thursday, September 27th, I'm excited for this one, Smiley Frown Podcast is live with Ross Benoit. Hey. He and I shit. just did an episode of this. Uh, I think that's going to be super interesting to see a podcast on live. You can see that, and if that goes well, maybe this will eventually do that. Yeah. So go see that. That's Thursday, September 27th at 8.45 p.m. And then on Friday, uh, September 28th, you can see Ray Sani from NBC's The Good Place Ooh. and Comedy Central's The President Show right here. Ray, Ray. And that's Friday at 7 and 9, September 28th. And I've been waiting to meet her. Maybe we should get her on that weekend if we can. Oh, that'd be that'd be great. I'll I'll message her. 
And then also that Friday, we have none other <laughs> than the Attack of the Comic Show done by Mr. Haywood Turnipseed, who's here with us today. And that's yeah, at yeah. 1045, right? Yeah, 1045 yeah. every Friday. Check that out. That's a great show. Yeah. One of the best shows here at the Draft House. And then, of course, Saturday night, 1045 p.m., the three guys on mic. Oh, shit. You can catch Trace all amigos. of us also. The Trace Amigo. Sock puppets. Uno, <laughs> yeah. uno y dos. Le le fla So, yeah, though, that's fantastic. And, um, you know, we keep this fucking shit going. It's all good <laughs> all the do. time. You know, it's strictly business. Yeah. And uh, It's fun to have fun, man. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like when it, we get past the... I, I, that's one thing I did hear about comedy. We get past the BS and the rigor remote, then it's like it's really a fun place to like. I guess like anything else you want to do, mm-hmm. it becomes right. fun. You know what I mean? And then like I think we're at the point now where we're starting to have fun. Like yeah. I know we went through the bull. Oh, oh yeah! Out, like this is my brother from you know it. another. Woo. Like <laughs> uh, <laughs> we yeah. did the rigor on this city. <laughs> we oh, would stand yeah. together and be like, "Well, we're gonna do after this." Yeah. <laughs> 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 we start getting that buddy cop look. Like, yeah. <laughs> like what do you think he's doing? And uh, I said it to say, because we've saw people that we know go, you know, I'm not going to go. I'm, I don't want to deal, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Right. But um, I think when you do, the payoff is like, our goal, we're from here. We live here. Yep. We, you know, work here. Our families are here. And our goal, and I, I don't mind saying, I think no. you probably already said before, sure. was to get really good where we are. Right. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, there's one thing to be, I don't consider us, any of us in here, actually, local comedians. When I, I, I would think of a local comedian as someone who hasn't gone beyond their region. Right. right. You know what I mean? Right. Whatever that region is. And there's nothing wrong with being a local act wherever you are. You may not want to or need to venture right. beyond. Right. Somebody like Sugar Ray was a local act in California for 18 years before they hit it with that every morning, and then that song became a hit record. And, it and then they more. went right back to local. <laughs> 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 they never smashed them out. Right, with, right. Hey, now, right. you were an all-star. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now your game's off. Yeah, but you live in a city like where we live, in Washington, D.C., right? So imagine if we lived here and and then we played sports of any kind, any type of sport. We played basketball. And right. We went to Demathe, which is one of the top ten schools in the country yeah. for basketball. Fuck yeah. And then because Morgan of that, Wooten. imagine we got drafted by Georgetown University of Maryland, University of Maryland. Or not drafted, but got scholarship offers. Sure. Well, there would be nothing wrong with going to those schools because again, these are top GW right. and right. so on and so forth. These are top schools. It not only top schools academically, but also top schools athletically and so forth. So then let's say we got uh, not just went to one of those schools and got the scholarships, but something happened in the draft and we got picked by the Wizards or the right. Washington Football Club or, or we, like, the Nationals mm-hmm. or we played soccer, got DC picked by United. DC United, like Freddie Adu, who's from Montgomery County. Yes, he right. is. You go, well, wait a minute now. That's not a that's not a local no. performer. That is a home – that's homegrown talent. Yeah. Right. So, oh, I like that. So yeah. we have homegrown mm-hmm. talent and it's like, well – you don't want to necessarily let it go. Like uh, there are tons of comedians in New York who never have to leave. Right. Oh, yeah. Because I mean, why should they? Right. right. <laughs> I mean, they work in New York, and then I'll, okay, I'll go do VH1 too, and I'll go do this, right. and then it comes to them. That's the big scene. And DC is doing that, and Pete and I will happen to be we happen to be seeing it at the same time. Like, well, you see what's happening? Like, 
we went from Blue Banana to Wonderland, mm-hmm. and then like, okay, we saw things shut down, and then open back up and start doing more shows. And then we like, warred with the Draft House <laughs> guys. We were part of District yeah, Comedy, and it was just sort of this unspoken rivalry between all of us. Yeah. And then we yeah. wouldn't go to their mics, or if we went, we'd all get fucking bumped, and yeah. then we had to like play nice yeah. and everything. I didn't even go over there more than one time. I remember it was me, Haywood, and Steve Nix. And we rolled up there, and we all got bumped, and then Haywood called Randolph. He was a little – he knew him. I didn't I didn't <laughs> met him yet or anything, and I kind of caught a vibe where I was like, I don't think this dude likes me. <laughs> <laughs> he probably didn't. He, he didn't like any of us. No, and he told me that later. He didn't. So it was exactly <laughs> true. He and, was a curmudgeon. Yeah, and – then I just was like, fuck the draft house. I'm going to fucking draft house. And then one night, I'm at Big Hunt, and I did my thing, and I got off stage, and Randolph was following me on the web. He's a like, good set. And I was like, all right, now I might go to Arlington to yeah. see what the fuck's up. And, and I did, now? and I got put on last. <laughs> and then I earned my way up into the A block. And, but and we went to those Eminem moments. Yeah. Yeah, and now here you are hosting the Draft House podcast. Right, and the draft. regularly. All the way around. Yep. Yeah. Regularly. That's what I was like. When I see Petey Steele name up there, I'm like, oh, that's, that's, there's nothing like watching your, your, your compadres grow. Yes. And, right. and, and be like, man, yeah, yeah we did yeah. that. We struggled. Right. And we did Fuck that. Yeah. And we get, made ourselves better and tougher. And we went back to the room and sat. We mm-hmm. we did this in basements. Yeah. Before we were in this green room doing yeah. podcasts. Right. We, we told each other, basement. you know, your set just now wasn't shit. <laughs> Make it better. You got to do this or that yeah. or this right. or this or this. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Yeah. And that's that honest truth that I think one has to, I think that comedians have with themselves. That other, I don't know if other artists have, have that with themselves where they go, well, that, that song didn't really do anything for me. Right. But once you get to the to the to those levels, right. you have to, yeah. right. because you gotta be honest about like, man, that's yeah. a fucking hit. Right. Because that's what you'll say when you get it, or you'll be like, that's shit. Oh, you, gotta, you gotta be able to talk along those lines, but the thing that I like about the art of stand-up comedy, it, that's different from the other parts of stand-up comedy, from comedy in and of itself, is the fact that you get that from your audience immediately. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's like, that's what I love the most. Yeah, they're like, yeah, or they're like, Mm-mm. you get immediate feedback. Yep. <laughs> yep. yep. You know, instant you know? gratification. Yeah, I've I've done things that be like, oh, that's got that's gonna be hitting, and then you put it out later, like, ooh, they didn't, they didn't. Yeah. Yeah. And it's crazy <laughs> when a setup you think is just a setup gets a huge laugh, and then I you know. have to restructure your whole fucking joke. I know. Yeah. There's no yeah. way that's that can be bigger than the punch, you know? Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've been there. Yeah, it's a cool, it's a cool art, it's a cool thing, it's a cool vibe. It's glad, a great uh, vibe. I'm glad, I'm glad we do it. I'm glad we do I it. I'm glad too. we have places to do it. I'm glad that we have countercurrents. Yes. To keep us culturally yeah, uh, relevant. Do it. It's true. So I see Elena is itching. She got to go. I got to go see Travis Gambino. Gambino. Gambino, and that's Stay all right. woke. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we're at the 45 minute mark. So I think that's a good place to reel it in. All um, right. Regardless, so. We definitely want to thank our main man, Haywood Turnip yeah, Seed, for coming Haywood. through, me, guys. doing this, it. And putting up with my ass for showing up late, running out of gas. Everybody get fucking triple A. That's why I'm itching to leave, guys. It's not my own fault being bitchy. It's because Petey forgot to put <laughs> yep. gas in his car. Yep. 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 <laughs> in D.C. where there yep. are no gas yeah. <laughs> Right? There's no gas. Every time I've driven, uh, I'm actually like, I don't blame you at all. Like, that, uh, like I've driven uh, around D.C. so many uh, times with like, the tank's so low, oh, and, I'm like, and I'm like, "What am I gonna do?" Yep, I, I, I you yeah. know, I fought yeah. chance a few days too many. Um, yeah. but 
Yes, thank you. And Turnipsy, where can they get it? Yeah, on social media. Ah, social media. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Woody C. That is W O O D Y. Whiskey Oscar Oscar Yankee Delta S E E D Sierra Echo Echo David Woody C. Uh, that's Instagram and Twitter, and you can find me on Facebook at Haywood Turnipsy Jr. Personal page and public page. And you can follow me, uh, all of that stuff you can find at my website, HaywoodTurnipseedJr.com. That's fantastic. Cool. And Elena? Well, like we said, Elena Blondita on yeah, Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Elena Torres on Twitter <laughs> and Elena Torres on Facebook. And then you guys should check out my sketch page. Uh, it's called Human Factor Comedy. We just released a new sketch. We got more and more going on there. I saw that. So I got to cool watch it. it, it, say, it say, look, you said it was dark. You actually use that stuff pretty well, like the the uh, Instagram like stories and stuff like that. Oh, thanks. There's not many people who use them really well. Like sometimes I'm like, this is stupid. Why is this a story? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> because some people's stories yeah. tell a story. Yeah. And some people just put up like, hey, ask me a question. I'm like, I don't know who the fuck. Oh, that thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. You want a question? What do you think about these nuts? Yeah. Hers, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Eclipse. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> Quantum theory. Is yeah. it real or not? <laughs> <laughs> but then we start asking questions. Like, I don't know. That's not a question. All right, whatever, motherfucker. And you get it, me, PD Steel on Facebook, uh, Blue Steel DC Twitter, and uh, regard, and then Steelborn, S T E E L E B O R N D C on Instagram. And also make sure to like our Counter Currents page for a chance to win the p- pairs of tickets to Ray Sonny's show. Um, the 27th and 28th, 7 and 9. Um, you know, just like the page on Facebook or our, you know, Instagram, Currents DC and Twitter, Currents DC. And, you know, we'll put you in a raffle and you can fucking win and do that. And then yeah. you can unlike it and then like it again the following week for a chance to win those tickets. You know what I mean? Like, like you, you, can, you can run the hustle. The Tell them yeah, how we've hustle. been telling them this whole time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We've yeah, been telling you this whole up. time. Yep. And it makes people yeah. like, oh, well, we got, we lost some, but we got some. Right. That's right. it. Yeah, there I like go. that. I like that. That's it. That. That's if you don't like get it here. the first time, <laughs> back up and try again. All right, y'all. Peace. Bye. Peace.